Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, Monday edition. Hello and welcome to it. We are, uh, wow, we're two-thirds of the way through February. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Uh, and we have a lot on the plate. I hope you had a uh, glorious weekend. I had a chance to kind of just chill a little bit, relax a little bit, enjoy what uh, is coming, which is uh, spring weather. And uh, Lord knows, uh, I think all of us need a little bit of spring weather, a little fresh air, wouldn't you? And You know, unless you live like in Florida or Texas. Well, although Texas has been kind of rough uh, this, this winter. But I'm prepared to say goodbye to uh, to winter, you know, and enjoy some uh, sunshine, some flowers, and some green grass. Oh my goodness, where, where do we uh, where do we start today? I guess the most glaring headline of the day is that our president sneaked out of the United States on Air Force One and went to visit Ukraine, and he visited the capital of Kiev and he uh, walked around with Vladimir Zelensky. And uh, you all know that 112 billion dollars of our money has been sent to Ukraine to fight a de facto war with Russia. We are spending more than the Russian military budget on a war that hasn't been declared. Congress has had nothing to do with it. And we've gotten a habit of doing this in the last, oh, I don't know, a few decades with uh, uh, wars just being declared without congressional approval and, uh, and a lot of people dying because of it. We know uh, that uh, there apparently has been uh, several offers of uh, peace brokering in the area that have fallen upon deaf ears. And I think a lot of that has to do with the amount of money that is being spent there not only on the uh, on the battle but also on the uh, potential for rebuilding Ukraine which will make a lot of people rich a lot a lot of people rich not you and me oh no 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 nothing like that but a lot of people are going to be uh, made rich because of it but Joe Biden he headed off to uh, Ukraine uh, in the dead of the night and he got on a plane and he flew over to Poland then he took a train about six hours I guess to uh, Ukraine I think it was an Am- no, it would have been an Amtrak it would have been like 15 hours it would have broken down a couple times maybe even run off the tracks but that said Joe Biden went over there and uh, he hasn't said anything about a little town called East Palestine Ohio Joe Biden hasn't said a bloody thing about a little town called East Palestine Ohio and I was thinking about all of the myriad ways that our federal government shows that it really doesn't give a rat's behind about you and me. And this is one. And in fact, I'd even venture to say it's metaphorical. For the federal government right now in the deep state, Washington, D.C., that exists to uh, enrich itself and feed us the crumbs. East Palestine, Ohio is in the middle of a a crisis. East Palestine, Ohio had a mushroom cloud that uh, appeared over its horizon uh, a couple of weeks ago. And about three weeks ago, there was a massive train derailment that uh, caused a a massive chemical spill that uh, we haven't seen in this country. Oh, I don't think in recent memory. I don't recall it. Yet we have a transportation secretary who is woefully inept 
who uh, says that a thousand uh, train uh, uh, derailments happen every year and we shouldn't really worry about it. Meanwhile, there are people going to uh, East Palestine like uh, J.D. Vance throwing a rock in the water and watching uh, uh, these um, uh, beautiful little... uh, little uh, uh, rainbow-colored uh, plumes in the water which show that it's been, uh, it's been polluted with uh, heavier-than-water uh, chemicals that uh, could cause cancer and a, and a whole bunch of different ailments down the road. But, uh, but the people of East Palestine were told not too far long after the, uh, the train derailment and the subsequent burning of the chemicals above East Palestine to just go home. Drink the water because you could depend on the federal government. And then there are a lot of people saying, don't drink the water. Don't do it. And honestly, can you really trust the federal government or our national authorities on anything at this point? You know, one of the most galling things that I heard this weekend was Joe Biden talking about the people in Ukraine. He hasn't said the word. He hasn't uttered the words, East Palestine, Ohio. Have you heard him say the words, East Palestine, Ohio? Has he said a damn thing about it? What about his transportation secretary? We heard after it was uh, uh, discovered this this plume of of, uh, toxic gas above East Palestine, Ohio, that was created, and many people consider it to be a gigantic mistake that could cost generations their health. Downriver in in Cincinnati, they closed one of the inputs for drinking water from the Ohio River out of concern of the contaminants coming down from East Palestine. But Joe Biden had the gall to say this about the people of Ukraine. Listen to this. Not only are we covering the cost of a de facto war with Russia, but we're also going to cover all of their uh, uh, their social security network, including pensions. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. Do you have a pension? Do you have a pension? I, I don't have a pension. I, you know, in broadcasting, are you out of your net? You never get a pension in broadcasting. I would say that, uh, uh, venture to say that outside of government and probably really big government contractors, uh, pensions are pretty scarce. Pensions are pretty scarce. Obviously, uh, uh, large unions have uh, great pensions. A lot of the times, uh, some of these uh, unions uh, vote reliably Democrat, and consequently, they get a whole buttload of our money funneled to those uh, to those uh, uh, pensions and and those uh, those industries. Like, for instance, uh, electric cars, which are for posers, by the way. Electric cars. The president of the United States, uh, with an executive order, just ordered that all of the cars in the federal fleet be made electric even before any infrastructure was available any even before uh any of this could be figured out and even before anybody questioned uh, that a lot of these vehicles aren't electric and never will be like tractor trailers and tractors and bulldozers and dump trucks and all that stuff but uh billions of dollars being funneled that direction meanwhile you and i we have to debate what we're going to do when we get to retirement because we can't really depend on Social Security. Social Security is already bankrupt. But Joe Biden is going to uh, he's going to ensure that the people of Ukraine get their pensions, get their Social Security network, while the people of East Palestine, Ohio, 
wonder if their drinking water is safe. And Joe Biden wouldn't even take the time to eat. I don't even, maybe, maybe just to lick, make a little U-turn, fly over East Palestine before heading over to Ukraine and giving them a whole lot of money. And by the way, by the way, Joe Biden has given, and, and a lot of members of Congress, including many Many Republicans are literally giving Ukraine and the war there an open-ended check for everything. Everything. Look at East Palestine, Ohio. How many people live in East Palestine, Ohio? How many, I don't know, hotel rooms could, uh, uh, you know, just a fraction of the money that we're sending to Ukraine. Uh, How much could it pay just to... Get those people out of that town until they can really, really say that everything is safe. It would take nothing. It would take nothing at all. But honestly, I did a monologue a few weeks ago about diminishing returns, which is what we're experiencing for our tax money, at least on the federal level. Diminishing returns for what we pay our hard-earned money for. Half of our paycheck goes to Washington, D.C., we don't have a sovereign border. We're being ignored on our sovereign border. Five, six, seven million people have crossed, come across the border. You've got uh, freedom of expression, the, the government actively engaging in censorship of speech. It's been exposed. Taxpayer money even went toward election integrity. You can't question election integrity. Apparently, there's no issues. There's no voter fraud in America. And if you believe that, you can also say that there's no armed robbery in America and there's no murder in America. Our law enforcement has been uh, deliberately kneecapped. Crime is growing in our cities. Our major Democrat cities have seen an explosion of homelessness. You've got people, 108,000 people dying of drug overdoses last year, 70% of those fentanyl. And now we're starting to see high school and middle school kids dying at school from fentanyl overdoses. Our schools are teaching woke propaganda that doesn't benefit anything. The educational system is dividing us. Democrats are dividing us along lines of uh, race and color and sexuality. We're sending our money to despotic governments and institutions that don't represent our best interests. Government policies and spending have resulted in the cost of virtually everything being more expensive to the point we can't even afford to eat. It really is remarkable. And Joe Biden flies over to Ukraine where his son had uh, deep and rich business dealings with a Ukrainian gas company, a corrupt Ukrainian gas company in a country that is known for being one of the most corrupt governments in the world, where the world's desperates and oligarchs, despots and oligarchs have gone for decades to launder their ill-gotten gains. It is remarkable the times that we live in. It really, really is. That the President of the United States can be more concerned with uh, the people of Ukraine and their pensions and their government benefits than they are about towns like East Palestine, Ohio. And they are than being concerned about all the murder and mayhem in cities like Chicago and Baltimore. In Baltimore, where there are 23 schools where kids go to school and not one of them can pass a math test. Diminishing returns. Do you feel like you're getting your money's worth?
Do you feel like you're getting your money's worth? I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth. But we see a lot of people who are moving from uh, states like New York and California to states like Texas and, and Florida, and that's going to continue. That's going to continue. I live in Kansas, and I, I want to move to Florida. We aren't as impacted as some of the, the awful, I mean, just hell holes that uh, these Democrat-run states like Illinois are becoming, have become, and are right now. But our president is doing a victory lap in, uh, in Kiev while the people of East Palestine worry about drinking their water. It's really, really remarkable. I've got some uh, great audio from uh, <laughs> from uh, Tony Blinken and uh, what else, uh, John Kirby, because uh, our our government, what we're doing while we're sending $120 billion to Ukraine is we're shooting down uh, amateur balloon enthusiasts' balloons with uh, half a million dollar missiles above uh, Yukon in Canada. And uh, it's just, honestly, it is it is time that we in this country have a peaceful American revolution. That's what this country has to do. That's what we have to do. That's what the 70% of us who say the country is going in the wrong direction have to do. Because honestly, uh, uh, we're, our, our, our returns are diminishing, to say the least. These are the abuses and usurpations that the, uh, the uh, writers of the Declaration of uh, Independence warned us about. Although I would venture to say that the uh, grievances that the founders have pale by comparison to the malfeasance that our federal government and the deep state have committed against us in the last few years. Yeah. I'm not meaning to uh, cast a pall on the show today or, or to start with a negative note, but there is a point where you just got to say, you know what, B.S., B.S. Nobody is supporting this war in Ukraine except for those who are lining their pockets with it, really. I think most Americans don't want us involved in it or want us less involved in it. We do support the people of Ukraine, certainly, but we're beginning to realize what this is all about. We are beginning to see what this is all about, and it's all about money, and it's about your money. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Monday on the Rob Carson Show. So uh, Joe Biden went to Kiev for a surprise visit on the first anniversary of Russia's invasion. Uh, he told uh, Putin that his uh, his war is failing. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think, uh, what was it, uh, G- General Milley last week said that the war is over, that uh, Russia had lost. So I guess we could stop sending money, right? Wouldn't you suppose we can probably stop getting get, sending money to Ukraine since the war is over? Oh, and there is, by the way, a, a full list of Republicans backing Matt Gates' a resolution to end Ukraine aid. And I would venture to say that we should do that. Because apparently uh, many overtures have been given, including by Donald Trump. Donald Trump says, I'll negotiate a peace. And you know what? Donald Trump would get it done. He would get it done. So Joe Biden has given another $500 million more for new weapons as air raid sirens blared around Ukraine's uh, capital and Joe Biden uh, went there by train. So, wow. I wonder what just even a couple million dollars, that $500 million would do for East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. And by the way, finally, after two weeks, FEMA deployed to East Palestine or East Palestine last week. It took two weeks, by the way. <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, Mike DeWine is the uh, is the uh, the governor of Ohio, who looks a lot like uh, 
what's his name? The guy uh, uh, in uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Rick Rick Moranis' character, looks a lot like that guy. Can I get some low-sodium mineral water over here? So DeWine's office said the air in 500 homes has been sampled, and officials haven't found any volatile uh, organic compounds. So, And that's because, uh, I don't know if you ever noticed this, if you just take, like, I don't know, just take a, just a little uh, uh, a bit of uh, even even like uh, pepper in your hand, F- blow it in the air, and it'll stay airborne, and then it'll fall to the ground. And then after a little while, it's completely undetectable in the air, but on the surfaces, it gets a little ugly. Gets a little bit ugly. Uh, by the way, uh, Joe Biden's Secretary of State is worrying China is weighing giving Russia lethal assistance in its year-long war with Ukraine and wars. Beijing attempted to surveil uh, uh, their attempt to surveil uh, the U.S. installations with a. Uh, this is Anthony Blinken, by the way. So we're knock knock knocking on what looks like it could be uh, World War Three. Uh, hopefully, more sane people will uh, prevail. But Secretary of State uh, Anthony Blinken is concerned that China is considering providing lethal assistance to. Russia in its war with Ukraine. And this is as we provide lethal assistance to Ukraine to fight against Russia. You see, Blinken said that in meetings with his counterpart, Wang Yi of China on Sunday, he made clear, he made it clear that Beijing will face consequences if they move forward with assisting Russia in its attempt to take over Ukraine. Of course, they haven't issued a clear warning to China for creating the the uh, the COVID virus that they unleashed on the world. In fact, we don't even care where that came from, apparently. But, uh, yeah, uh, old uh, Anthony Blinken is tough. And he's just talking tough right now. Here he is this weekend on, uh, on ABC. We had an opportunity to talk about the Russian aggression against Ukraine. We're here in Munich, and many of the countries here are focused, as we are, on that aggression. And one of the things that I shared with him was uh, a growing concern on our part uh, that China is considering providing lethal support to Russia in its aggression against Ukraine. And I made clear, as President Biden has, uh, almost from day one with President Xi, uh, that that would have serious consequences. What are those serious consequences, honestly? What are those serious consequences coming from this uh, limp-wristed administration? That is so sexist. No, it's not. It's just an expression. In our own relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We've been watching this very, very closely. And for the most part, China has been engaged in providing rhetorical, political, diplomatic support to Russia. But we have information that gives us concern that they are considering providing lethal support to Russia in uh, in the war against Ukraine. And if we're willing to spend $120 billion of our money on Ukraine... You know, who the hell knows where this is going to go? Here is the, this is actually kind of a, uh, I'm, I'm going to save it for after, after the bottom of the hour. Glenn Young had sounded off on this uh, this weekend on China and what it's all, uh, uh, you know, what all this uh, uh, infiltration of the country is all about and uh, and what's going on. But but to me, it says that we're, we're, we're getting involved in something that we shouldn't get involved in, you know? We're getting very involved in something we shouldn't get involved in. And the president of the United States just put an exclamation point on it by going to Ukraine this weekend. I've got some audio from that. And then also (laughs) some more information on the Biden administration spending $1.6 million to shoot down what appears to be uh, about $36 worth of uh, Mylar balloons put up by... uh, by some amateur balloon enthusiasts. I mean, honestly, you got to kind of wonder if it's just um, if it's just uh, absolute uh, 
nonsense, if it's just uh, people who don't know what the hell they're doing, or they do and they're getting us into a very dangerous situation. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the number, guys, 800-922-6680. This is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Much more coming up. Don't go anywhere. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Here's to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. It's a Monday on the Rob Carson Show coming up later in the show. Now, after a giant uh, international study of uh, masks and discovering that masks are completely worthless, now it turns out that uh, natural immunity is better is better than vaccines. We'll have that very shortly, but first, let's talk about the Chinese spy balloon and more importantly, China. Would you like to fly in a Chinese spy balloon? How would you like to fly in a Chinese spy balloon? Biden doesn't care how much the Chinese spy because he's their guy. Well, he's more Ukrainian. The big guy. Loves Ukraine, I'll tell you that. Give secrets away, because our president's a really big buffoon. Buffoon. We are compromised, thanks to President Buffoon. Eyes up in the skies in a Chinese spy balloon. Sleepy Joe does nothing but just ramble on. Is this Red Dawn? Red Dawn? Up, up and away in a Chinese spy, a Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, you know what? You gotta wonder. Uh, A country that would allow a Chinese spy balloon to depart from China, watch it come across, make a turn north, come across Alaska, go to 
uh, go to uh, Canada, then come down and hover over our military installation, installations before it's allowed to get its work done and then get shot down on the East Coast. And then they uh, shoot down a couple of Mylar balloons uh, to show some sort of, uh, I guess, message of strength, knowing that it would be humiliating and embarrassing. It makes you kind of wonder what is going on that, that, that a, a military would be willing to embarrass itself wholesale like this. I, and, I, and I asked this question over the weekend. I'm like, what sort of fighter pilot would shoot down a Mylar balloon? You, you know what the Mylar pilot, balloon is. Is this about just following orders? I mean, I want to hear. Because I don't think any, any fighter pilot flying an F-22 in their right mind would shoot down a Mylar balloon. But it appears that we did exactly uh, exactly this. Um, here is John Kirby uh, talking about the uh, shooting down the Mylar balloons, which is what many people are saying. Listen to this. Uh, apparently, this uh, $12 balloon belonged to an Illinois-based hobbyist club, okay? Uh, a small globetrotting balloon declared missing in action by an Illinois-based hobbyist club on February 15th has emerged as the candidate to explain one of the three mysterious objects shot down by four heat-seeking missiles launched by the U.S. Uh, Air Force fighters from the 10th. This is according to Aviation Week, all right? So uh, the outlet said the club's silver-coated party-style Pico balloon was last seen February the 10th at 38,900 feet off the west coast of Alaska. That's the same day Biden ordered an F-22 fighter jet to shoot down an object uh, at around that altitude in the area. This is called wagging the dog, by the way, in case you didn't mean to remind what wagging the dog is. Wagging the dog is when you're distracting from uh, abject failure of policy. And uh, that's what it kind of, no, that's what it really looks like actually because we know that the spy balloon launched from china was tracked by our defense department and allowed to take pictures of all of our sensitive sensitive military installations then it was shot down you see and the reason we know this is because we're not stupid and and the reason we know this is because the american people at least give a crap about our sovereignty and our safety we also care about the uh, border as well, but we all know what the federal government is doing to that. Now, the outlet is reported that the descriptions of all three still unidentified objects that were shot down after the Chinese spy balloon match the shapes, altitudes, and payloads of the small Pico balloons, which can usually be purchased for 12 to $180, depending on the type. Kind of interesting. The military has acknowledged, and honestly, this is the point. It's just so it's just so ridiculous. But I mean, we have children in charge of the of the country. I guess. Can you be this incompetent unless you're being led by children? And I'm not saying that children are incompetent. I'm just saying that uh, these people lack some sort of knowledge and experience that would allow this crap to happen. Honestly, it's time for the adults to speak up and go. You, you are you kidding me? First about the Chinese spy balloon, and then this? Are you kidding me? The military has acknowledged it used uh, AIM-9X Sidewinder missiles to shoot down east, uh, each object. Each missile cost $400,000. One above Lake Huron missed the damn balloon, and so they had to fire another one. 
There you go. The costs do not include operating labor and fuel costs for operating the F-22s or other aircraft involved in the shootdowns. Operating costs for the F-22s are $85,000 an hour, according to Popular Mechanics. But here is John Kirby this weekend talking about uh, the balloons and how conveniently they'll never be found. My understanding, correct us if we're wrong, we're told these missiles used to take out these balloons are over $400,000 each. One of them, um, apparently we used two, and the balloon was only maybe worth $12. What do you tell the American people about our ability, our radar, our defenses yeah. to differentiate between real threats? Um, because we can't spend that kind of taxpayer money taking down hobby balloons. Well, we don't know exactly what these balloons were. Okay, you're getting fed a whole lot of lines about these, okay? You're being told that uh, they weren't spy balloons, that they were benign. Which to me would say that uh, generally, if they know it's benign without recovering the wreckage, then they knew they were benign before. Which adds to the abject incompetence. And we've called off now the search in Lake Huron and the one over Alaska, so we may never know completely. But the leading intelligence community assessment is that they were probably for benign purposes, whether it's weather or commercial scientific research. Uh, but the president made uh, the best. No, they were an attempt to wag the dog and make it appear like Joe Biden wasn't in the pants of communist China. But you see, he is. Here is a, a governor of uh, the state of Virginia who will be on a presidential ticket eventually, just not in 2024 because Donald Trump's going to be the candidate, talking about Joe Biden and China. Joe Biden doesn't understand what the Chinese are up to. The Chinese have one goal, that's world domination at the expense of the United States. And uh, in my business career, I had the opportunity to sit across the table from uh, leaders in the Chinese Communist Party. I know what they're up to. Yeah. And we have to react strongly. And, and, and they've done a really good job of weakening the United States the last couple of years. That's why the spy balloon, I believe, was sent across the country. It was an exclamation point. It was the culmination of the weakening of our country. Long and swiftly. And he reacts weak and slowly. And all it does is open up a sense that they can push us even further. They're going to use every ounce yeah. of capability they have. You Surveillance bet. through balloons and yeah. TikTok, economic coercion. By if you've got TikTok on your phone, you better get rid of it. I'm just going to say that right now. Because TikTok allows uh, the Chinese Communist Party to get anything you want off their, off your phone. Pictures, bank accounts. If you text uh, your, your SIG other, your, uh, your account number or your passcode, uh, that's on your phone. Trying to infiltrate... But no, it's for cute videos on TikTok about little kittens. Relationships and joint ventures that push them into our economy to enrich their Communist Party-controlled companies. And they're going to try to intimidate us with their military presence. Yeah. This is a moment to be strong and swift, not weak and slow. You would think, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, we have weak and slow in charge at the White House. And he's in Ukraine this morning where we spent $120 billion of our money on a de facto war with Russia while the people in East Palestine, Ohio, live in their trailers and uh, don't get a damn dime and don't even get their names mentioned. Don't even get the name of the town mentioned by the president. Yeah, it kind of gives you an idea about the deep state, about the swamp. Uh, as what I have said, we are 
living a tale of two cities. We have a bourgeois. We have a proletariat. We have now a, a Bastille in Washington, D.C. Uh, you and I are the proletariat. We're the ones. We're the crumb suckers. Uh, and, and honestly, there's going to be a point where we have to say that we are not going to be a means of production and taxation for a de facto war with Russia and for uh, the Department of Education and, and green energy nonsense that's bankrupting us. There's going to be a point where you and I just have to say no. And, and that's all we really have to do. We just have to say no. We're not going to be just a means of taxation and production for this nonsense. Let's go to Bob in Parkville, Maryland, who's on the uh, phone. Hello there, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Good afternoon, Rob. I, uh, excuse me. Yes, sir. Well, you mentioned the New Palestine uh, in Ohio. FEMA turned them down because he said that you have to have a natural disaster. This was a man-made disaster, so they wouldn't receive any funds. Yes. The government of the United States turned their backs on American citizens. That's what it's come down to. Yes. This is not a Democratic Party. This is a this is a uh, American Communist Party. That's what it is. Yeah. No more, no less. It smells communism all the way down the line. And as far as this jackass that just went to uh, Ukraine, this president, the producer asked me what I thought of it. I said, I hope he makes it a one-way trip. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, he could stay over there and retire as far as I'm concerned. All this money that we're spending blindly with yeah. $32 trillion in a hole, which we will, that's not even including the interest. Yes, sir. And what, what are we doing? These bumps are in Washington, the Democratic Party, and the Republicans ain't far behind them with that jackass. They yes, don't get the Senate for the Republicans. It's, it's, this country, I'm telling you, yes. if we go into a war, that's what these bumps want. If we go into a war against Russia, you got to remember who their allies are now. They, they come back together again. Red China. Those two combined. We could never defeat them combined. Ain't no way in hell. All right, Bob. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. You know, um... It is. It is. It's a metaphor. What we've seen this weekend is a metaphor. A president of the United States who literally didn't even say the words East Palestine, Ohio, and then departs in the darkness of night to go to Poland and then take a train to Kiev as uh, sirens go on in the background. It, it really is. There's just a point where you're you're uh, you, you got to realize you're being played. You really are. You're being played. And nothing against the good people of Ukraine. But honestly, the government of Ukraine, I got a real problem with. And I, and I got to tell you, where's the damned apology for our Vietnam veterans? Where's, where's the apology for our uh, veterans and Gold Star families who served in Afghanistan? Where's the apology there? You got a president of the United States last year who said to the uh, to the active duty members of the United States military, he suggested ways that they could get food stamps last year. He said that of our military. Now, since then, the military has gotten a pay increase. But Joe Biden's promising that pensioners in Ukraine are going to get paid by us. Honestly, it, it's breathtaking in its malfeasance. It's breathtaking in its abuse. Let's go to Tony in Key Largo, Florida. Tony, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's hey, on your Rob. mind today? Go ahead, buddy. Rob, I, I think it's pretty simple. I think everybody's overlooking. I haven't heard anybody suggest me. Uh, Biden's being blackmailed by the uh, Ukrainians. Yeah. 
I mean, they're threatening him. You know, if he doesn't play there, you know, there with their rules, he's going to expose the whole Biden crime family. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, put it past that. Actually, Tony, this is something that I espoused a couple of years ago. Uh, what uh, these these ties would uh, result in, what the Hunter Biden laptop, which was uh, effusively covered by the FBI, by the way, they were actively involved in shutting it down. And, and the initial thought was this would leave Joe Biden and the first family open for uh, blackmail. And, and you could be very well. You could be very right in that, Tony. I appreciate your phone call. We've got to take a break. A little bit more on this, and, and Bernie Sanders defending capitalism, uh, even though he has a book that uh, denounces capitalism. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's The Rob Carson Show. It looks like uh, the word sedition is trending on, <laughs> on uh, Twitter. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene sent a, uh, a tweet out. She said, we need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everybody I talk to says this, from the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies, we are done. Um, and I, I, I tweeted a response, and I said, no, no, it's not seditious, uh, because we're already doing this. If you look at this, people are leaving uh, woke states like California and uh, New York, and they are doing what what uh, what uh, uh, you know? What the why we we are a uh, we are a country that has uh, states' rights, uh, which racist? No, no, no. It means that states can decide how they want to govern to some degree, and you can decide if you want to move to that states. Once you uh, federalize everything, then you don't have a choice. So uh, everybody's saying that she is calling for a civil war and sedition and all that stuff. Oh hell, uh, the left already declared a civil war. Uh, it's been going on. Uh, I mean, if you don't you consider, honestly, if the president of the United States last year goes to uh, Philadelphia and stands in front of Independence Hall and bathes it in red light and calls half the country bag of fascists and uh, and enemies of democracy, isn't that kind of a tacit uh, uh, approval of some sort? Isn't that a declaration of civil war? I'm not saying that civil war. Dear God in heaven, I, that doesn't need to happen because 71% of us believe the country is going in the wrong direction. If anything, this this should be a moment to unite us. So, you know, I, I just get tired of the bloviating online and, and shooting your mouth off about stuff like that. Uh, if there were a war, uh, a civil war, it had already been declared on uh, American patriot, patriots and, and people who were in, founding, uh, in, in favor of the founding and traditional family and all that. There's been a war being waged on, on us for a long time. Uh, let alone the war that China clearly has declared on us that has been going on for a few years now. So uh, let's not fool one another. Uh, words from Marjorie Taylor Greene ain't the uh, ain't the, uh, uh, the the volleying shot with regard to the beginning of a civil war. Uh, it, it's honestly it's just nonsense. Uh, the American people know that we're being played. The American people know that the country's going in the wrong direction, and now we just need to right the ship. Let's go to uh, Mark in Reisterstown, Maryland. Mark. Mar- Maryland, welcome to the show, Mark. Mark, what's going on? Uh, 
Thank you very much for taking my telephone call. Great show, by the way. Thank you. What's going on? I've been telling people about TikTok that they should take it off their phone, and people were laughing at me. So I really just I wanted to just say I really appreciate what you said because I was thinking the same thing after what we know about uh, TikTok and all that. I kept saying it's spyware. You want that off your phone because uh, they're looking back at us. So thank you for saying that. Well, Mark, Mark, why are all of these governors and some on the federal level suddenly concerned about TikTok the last month that we got to get rid of off off of our federal devices? Clearly, they know something is going on. And if you got TikTok on your phone, it's not some cute little video sharing thing. It is a Chinese uh, spyware on your phone, and it's going to allow it to do all sorts of crap. For instance, I don't have TikTok on my phone. You know why? Because i got the remote start for my car on here. I've got my, my checking account on here, a link to it. I've got the ability to text with all of my friends and family, all of my contact information, and when you sign that little cute little TikTok agreement, it's all, it is all fair game. So I would recommend you get that off of your phone. And I don't respond that, you know, like I've got an Instagram account. And this, the moment that I find out if that's spyware, I'm, I'm done with it. But I, I always felt leery about TikTok, and you should be concerned about it too, particularly when you've got people in, in government who are saying, we got to get rid of it. we got to get it off of all of our devices in, in, in uh, states. I believe it's Tennessee and South Dakota, a couple of others, have already said that all government-issued phones cannot have TikTok on them. They are clearly telling us there's something about TikTok that you need to get rid of. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, I completely agree with everything you said. I'm just glad you put it out there to raise awareness to it because too many young children especially have that, and they just don't understand that, that they're being looked at, and they shouldn't be. Yeah, well, you know what, Mark? If uh, the FBI can literally infiltrate Twitter and Facebook with their own employees uh, leaving or even even still uh, employed by the FBI and Facebook to to shut down the conservative narrative, don't you suppose that maybe it's possible that TikTok may be, uh, you know, Chinese spyware? I'm just saying. Uh, thanks for the call, dude. I got to run. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 